Hi everyone, welcome to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series focused on youth mental health by Tharaka Foundation. In last week's episode, we interviewed Krupa and Divya, two rising sophomores, about starting high school and how to overcome some common challenges that many people may face. Today, we are going to be interviewing Malvika and Anisha, two rising seniors. We will ask them about the later years of high school and how to cope with the overall stress that high school brings for many. Let's get started. Our first interviewee is going to be Anisha. Can you please introduce yourself, Anisha? Hi, I'm Anisha. I am a rising senior and I live in San Jose, California, and thank you for having me today. That's great. So many people are now entering the later years of high school, which obviously may differ greatly from freshman year. So in your opinion, what are the main differences between freshman year and later years, such as sophomore and junior year? Well, I think the main thing I noticed was academics became really different and it became much more challenging in the later years. And additionally, um, I felt more of a sense of independence and freedom when I was entering my sophomore, junior and senior years, because you get to choose what electives you're going to take. You get to choose what clubs you want to join, choose who you sit with. I think in freshman year, a lot of it carries over from middle school. So there's less of that freedom, less of that choice. And also what I found was different was the mindset. I think that people are kind of more innocent generally when they enter from middle school to ninth grade. And what I saw happening to my peers was people were changing, trying to achieve maybe a more typical high school life or trying to achieve popularity. And so that was really difficult on me to see all of my friends change, which is why I think one tip I would give is it's really good to surround yourself with different people. Don't stick to certain people because you never know what could happen. Wow, that was very interesting. So ninth grade is more like finding your footing, getting like training wheels, and then your later years are more like advancing and figuring out what you want to do. We never really think about what comes after our first year, so that really opened my eyes and made me think ahead. So Anisha, many upperclassmen are beginning these years of high school online. So since you did a significant portion of your junior year online, you probably have seen some of the challenges of online school, and you must have found some innovative ways to overcome these challenges. So my question to you is, what advice would you give to those who are going to begin sophomore and junior years online? Um, I think my advice is kind of obvious and a little bit general, but don't slack off. Like, take it from me, I did slack off in the beginning, and even though we went to pass-fail, my grades plummeted. I just stopped caring. I would turn my video off and do whatever I wanted. And once I actually started engaging in class and my teacher knew I was engaging, I started learning. So don't take this opportunity for granted. Really put yourself into your work and pretend that it's real school because that's how you form good relationships with your teachers, get good grades. You're really understanding stuff because in these beginning years, that's everything you need to know for the rest of your life, essentially. And that's so important for college. So don't slack off. That was very good advice. I definitely feel like it's important to stay on top of your work, no matter if it's in person or online. Because when you go back to school, you don't want to have missed out on those learning opportunities. So thanks again for that advice. Now we will talk with our next interviewee, Malavika. Hi, Malavika. Would you please introduce yourself? Hey, guys. I'm Malavika. I'm a rising senior at Monta Vista High School, which is in Cupertino. And I'm really excited to be here. Okay. I have a question for you, and your insight would be very helpful. Going into your sophomore and junior years, were you anxious or scared? If so, what are some ways you were able to manage this anxiety? What was your anxiety like compared to when you were starting high school, if you were anxious back then? 
I would say I wasn't anxious for my sophomore year, but I was for junior year. And I wish I'd switched that around. Because I think the thing with sophomore year is that it comes right after freshman year, which is really chill. And you kind of just have all your classes handed to you because you don't have much choice like Anisha mentioned. So the thing is, I kind of thought it would be pretty similar to freshman year, which was not the case at all. I definitely overestimated how much I could handle at the same time. And like, for example, sophomore year, they let you decide which science you can take. And there's two levels of physics and two levels of chem. And I took AP Physics, which was the only AP option that I could have taken. And it was kind of hell for me, not only because the class was difficult, but because I, as an individual, don't even really like physics. And I think that mindset of like wanting to take the hardest classes and wanting to have all that like academic rigor and like stand out to the colleges, know that that is important, but more important than that is knowing how much you can handle. So I would say a sophomore year, I wish I were more anxious so that I could have thought more about how much I can really take at the same time. And for my junior year, I wish I were less anxious because I think a lot of people, underclassmen, they get that saying like, oh, junior year is the worst, junior year is the hardest. But actually, junior year was the best year of my high school experience so far because I feel like not only was I able to like pick all my classes but I mean if there was no distance learning we would have prom and stuff like that but I mean that's a shame that we missed out on but anyway I feel like with like my friendships and with my teachers and with my classes I feel like I really did luck out. Something that's really good about getting into the later years of high school is that you finally start to get a grip on the things that you actually like and suddenly extracurriculars they don't feel like just like college app stuff, they feel like things that you actually want to be spending your time on. So I would say like junior year, don't think about, oh my god, like I'm going to be a senior next year. I'm going to go to college soon. Think about like, oh my god, like am I doing what I like? Am I doing what makes me happy? And I feel like that takes away a lot of the anxiety. Yeah, thank you so much for that because I think I've definitely heard from like everyone junior year sucks, junior year you should be scared, you need to take all these APs, you need to do super well, colleges only look at junior year, <laughs> like focus on that. I definitely think your advice was super helpful and like I feel enlightened now, so thank you. Yeah, I completely agree. I've definitely heard things about junior year being the hardest and most stressful, so I'm glad that you cleared that up. I'm sure our listeners will be much less anxious after hearing this advice. I have another question. When you're going to your later high school years, what should you expect from your teachers and peers? Um, so definitely when you start taking more AP classes, the teachers get a lot more hands off. And it's more like in class, they give you classwork, they tell you what you're supposed to be learning, and you're expected to do a lot of that work at home by yourself independently. And the thing is, a lot of people at my school, and I'm sure in other high schools too, they have this thing of when a class is difficult and they aren't spending much time like at home working on it, they say like, oh, I'm really struggling with this classwork, not because I'm not spending enough time on it, but because my teacher grades too hard, or because my teacher is too boring, or because this class sucks. Well, the thing is, if you actually engage with your classes a little more and try to see how much effort your teachers are putting into like, those lesson plans and slideshows and all kinds of things, then I feel like the classes really do get more interesting. I can say um, with AP Bio my junior year, I did get the harder teacher out of the two at my school. 
and it was a little daunting because I'd heard a lot about her from upperclassmen but once I really started getting into the coursework because I do intend to be pre-med so I was like damn like I gotta do it on bio so once I really forced myself to engage in the class and really think of it in like real life application like try to do Khan Academy and really spend time outside of school working on that that's when it became interesting for me so I feel like people need to take a lot more pressure off of the teachers and put that onto themselves. And then in terms of peers, I think the older we get, kind of the more competitive and a little bit toxic <laughs> high school gets. Because if you're doing something cool, you might be like excited to share that with someone. For example, like these podcasts, like I've been pretty excited to share them on Facebook. But the thing with that is like a lot of people think of it as, oh, like, oh man, like she has one more thing to put on her college apps. So there's that thing of like, you want what's best for your friends and you hope that they want the same for you. But there's that thought at the back of your mind, like, oh my God, I am competing with these people for college. And I think the most important thing there is to recognize that, yes, you are competing with them for colleges, but at the same time, they are your friends. And I mean, I'm pretty sure this is the high school culture everywhere from like what I've understood from conversations with other people. So there's not much we can do to really change that system. But at the same time, tell yourself that like, if your friend gets an internship or a new volunteering experience or some research, then try to be happy for them. Yeah, thank you so much. That makes actually a lot of sense. I know that I in the past have compared myself to peers all the time because ultimately they're going to be the people that I'm competing with. But I think it definitely does help to think of them as your friends and think like, yeah, I should be happy for them. At the end of the day, everyone's going to end up where they're meant to be. So yeah. Now, for our last set of questions, I actually wanted to ask you both the final question. When you're going to junior year, especially now that it's online, how should you prepare for the stress that comes with taking some of the hardest courses in your high school experience and juggling extracurriculars, schoolwork, and increased pressure? All right, so I think for me personally, I have been, I don't know if this is a blessing or a curse, but I've gotten some of the hardest, notoriously hard teachers at my school. And so one thing that I did wrong was I listened to everything that people had said about the teachers, and I really believed that, like, okay, but that means that I don't really have to work that hard because I'm going to not do that well anyway because this teacher is super hard. This teacher is going to make it hell for me. And so that is absolutely not true. Don't listen to what the rumors are. Don't listen to the stereotypes or whatever people say about those teachers. Those teachers are really just there to help you. So I had to learn that by going to the office hours and realizing they're not trying to fail me. <laughs> they're just giving me unbelievably seemingly hard questions. So that's a really important thing. Take advantage of your teachers and your peers and get tutoring if you can. Don't be ashamed. I know that especially in kind of the Bay Area, we talk about tutoring sometimes like it's a bad thing. Like people have looked down on me when I've gotten tutored for something. They're like, why? It's such an easy subject. It's just not my strength. It might be yours. So make sure to not be ashamed and compare yourself to someone else if you're struggling in something. And also going back to what Malavika said, don't compare yourself at all because that really just makes it so much more difficult for you to achieve what you want to achieve. Don't do all of the clubs your best friend is doing. Don't do all of the Stanford internships your other friend is doing. Do what makes you happy and do what you want to do. Choose your own path. And 
In terms of anxiety, I do have a lot of experience with this, I will say. I think the biggest thing is to, like Malavika said earlier, know your bounds. Understand how far you can go. Don't take six APs in a year. That's not a good idea for anyone. And on top of that, don't eliminate extracurriculars and fun things from your life. That's something that I did and I really, really regret. I think for me, the whole coronavirus lockdown was kind of a blessing in disguise because I was able to step back from school and like sing and I learned guitar and I did all of these things that I had been wanting to do for months. So just because your classes are difficult, just because you have a super packed schedule, try to still make time for those things because ultimately if you don't, you're kind of going to go crazy. So make time for yourself. Um, I completely agree with Anisha, especially on her point about office hours. They really are super duper helpful. And they also help to make the teachers like you more, which really, really helps. I think something else is a lot of my points have to do with our previous podcast episodes. I would say one of them is for sure finding meaningful passions, because I think like a lot of people, they're so stressed because they're um, involved in a bunch of extracurriculars that they actually don't like at all. And I think that can be so exhausting. And I feel like that that thing where you don't know why you're doing what you're doing, I think that makes it so hard because it feels like we're wasting all our time on meaningless things. And the thing is, they don't have to be meaningless. They could be things that are both interesting and make you happy. So I would say, um, like, I'm involved in a pretty good amount of extracurriculars. And the only reason why that's not, like, completely burning me out is because I actually like those things that I'm doing. It's been really, really helpful. And I feel like I did realize that pretty late. But, like, I really think that if people started early with those, it would be really helpful to get through high school. And one more thing is also, this is kind of random, but making checklists. I feel like they've been really helpful for me. In the past, I used to like wake up, I'd be like, wow, I really hope I can get work done today. And then I wouldn't tell myself like what work or like which assignment or like how much of the assignment. And then I feel like if you don't make your goals specific, then you're a lot less likely to achieve them. But something I've been working on is like actually writing down checklists, like maybe on the notes app or on Google Docs, saying like from seven to eight, like I want to work on this essay from eight to nine thirty. I want to finish math homework. And that has helped me a lot with getting things done. Kind of uh, combining those um, ideas of like spending my time on meaningful things and also being more organized with my day and having to-do lists and checklists, that's really helped not make me feel like my days are overwhelming. Instead, make me feel like I actually have a grip of what is going on in my life. About the extracurriculars, you know, a lot of people like brag, oh, I do this many extracurriculars or I do this and that, but then they say, oh, I hate them. My parents make me do it. So you have to do what you like because it makes you want to do it more and you'll end up being more successful in things that you like. And obviously being organized is really important because it frees up a lot of time because I know for sure if I had organized my time, I would have like saved at least two to three hours in my day. But thank you both for those very detailed answers. I'm really sure that our listeners are sure what to expect from these years in high school. And I know I definitely gained some valuable information from this interview. Thanks for listening. Bye. You are listening to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharika Foundation. As part of our youth series, we will be releasing new episodes every Friday. So make sure to continue to check those out. We hope you enjoyed this podcast and thank you so much for listening.